from Atlantic City, New Jersey, Paris Island, South Carolina, man, B-F-E, Idaho, parts unknown, Colorado, all points in between, this is the Art of Floundering Podcast, want to wish you nothing but peace and love, yo, because... We don't care who you vote for, who you love, or how you crack the egg. Yo, whatever happened to that cat, Will Dick, man? He used to be running up and down the streets, dog. I heard he got a job, got a haircut, buckled down, man. Got with the system. Nah, that sounds like job. Yeah, back in the day, that's just the way I rolled, man. Got a haircut, real job, buckle down, got with the system, yeah, man. Put myself up by my bootstraps. Oh, yeah, man. Hip hop, hip, hippity, hip hop, and I don't stop. So, welcome to the Art Floundering Podcast. All right. That was our I smoked a lot of ganja before the show, man. And we're going to go, we're going to do a live puppet show, man. So, look, I'm not shitting you, dude. It's going down. Barbie spring break, dude. We're going to fucking escape to Shield Bay, Russia. So, look, I need everybody to strap on, man. But before we, before we do that, man, I would be remiss if I did not take a little bit of time to say, hey, hey, man, my name is Will Dick, dude, and... We have a little podcast here called the Art of Floundering Podcast. I'd like to tell you just a thing or two about it, if you don't mind. You see, back in the day, I had a crazy idea. Crazy idea was maybe we could all just sit down and have conversations, dude, and that would be peachy keen and blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? Something happened, funny happened on the way to idealism. Hence, we have to escape from reality. And as reality gets weirder and more painful, our escapes get perhaps a little different. Which is in keeping with tonight's puppet show. And we're going to get into it. Right now we're currently streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, as well as Podbean. Hey, look. Go ahead, like, subscribe, review. Throw us some love. Throw some comments in there. Help me out with the analytics, yo. Now, in addition to these episodes will be on YouTube, you know, and I tell you what I do on the live episodes on YouTube, I don't even bother editing, you can just see them in their beautiful fucking glory. On the, on the Podbeam episodes, we edit a little bit, and you become, what I mean is a lot of the silence and stuff, because you're listening and you don't see that I'm smoking weed, and you lose that visual, and hence... I'm trying to be respectful of your time. So look, we're going to get ready to do a deep dive into all this, man. I got to set the tone, if you don't mind. Okay? So, here in a second, we're going to do uh, Act 1 in our puppet show. I hope you're excited. Because this is going to be pretty fun, guys. We're going to get to see what's going on with Barbie, dude. So, hey, before I, before I, 
really start getting lost in my art, man. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, I'm an artist. I want to say, hey, I feel a lot of love, right? I don't think I'm alone. I may be, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that I'm not the only one that's feeling love right now. I would say the weed man's feeling love because I just ran out of grinded weed, Gabe. That's okay. <laughs> because I'm a resourceful chap. By the way, I forgot to mention this. My mom watches these podcasts. So, there you go. Okay? If if you can't, and she told me the, the weed smoking's boring. So, don't worry. This isn't about me getting high. But me having this on hand is going to be part of my art. So, if you don't mind, Mom, you know, I didn't ask to be here. How about you, how about instead of giving me a hard time for smoking weed, why don't you buy your son some weed? How about that? Has that ever crossed your mind? <laughs> you know I'm busting chops. Okay, so here we go, man. Now, <clears throat> tonight's story, how we're going to do this, just uh, this is also for anybody that's listening. Um, if you're listening to this as a hardcore podcast, um, the live episode will be left on Podbeam. Also, um, I do uh, edited versions of these. What I mean, you know, I'll, it won't be live. I'll have it, you know, nice, ba- you know, edited with soundtrack and everything and sort of a flow and think there's not these gaps and stuff. And so we recently did one uh, called Putin versus Stalin. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, Putin, I mean, I'm sorry, Putin and Seagal versus the world part one. So please check that out. Now for tonight's production. The Art of Floundering Podcast presents Barbie's Spring Break 2022. Live from Shield Bay, Russia. Act 1. Jiminy golly gee williker gosh, said Barbie. I'm really excited about spring break. I'm sure Ken has something really super duper exciting, said a very excited Barbie. As she stood on the edge of Skyline Drive overlooking the beautiful Colorado vibe, man. And Barbie's buddy Raven said, Golly gosh, Barbie. Far be it from me to be a Mrs. Poopy Pants. But then Barbie said, Jiminy golly gosh, Raven. Why are you smoking the pot around me? Now, I try not to be judgmental, but if my Instagram followers found out I was hanging around with narcotics abusers, it would hurt my brand. Well, Barbie, said Raven, I'm not trying to fuck all that shit up, man, said Raven. Raven was not really interested in Instagram followers. No, 
you see Raven was more interested in being on the pod and ignoring her authority figures. She enjoyed punk rock and skateboarding. She was not a good girl. Barbie, why are you hanging out with Raven? You, Jiminy gosh, kids. You know, I pray for people like Raven. Hopefully, she'll be able to get off those narcotics. Anyway, back to the story. Raven goes, hey, Barbie. I'm not trying to be a poopy pants and all. But when was the last time you saw Ken? Well, I've been away at finishing school, so it's been a couple of months. Well, word on the street is Ken hasn't really been getting his hair frosted lately. What do you mean? He always kept his hair so special. Well, word on the street is Ken, Ken just decided to hang around the wrong crowd. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, Raven, you're a junkie. I don't believe you. Well, fuck you, Barbie said, Raven. You're nothing but a goody two-shoes, man. And your old man is lost it. Wait do you see. Oh, Raven, I feel sorry for you. If you can't handle the fact that I have goals and Ken has goals and we make a perfect couple, I feel sorry for you. Ta-ta. And she left. That's right, Instagram followers, said Barbie. It's real important to try to turn the other cheek because there's always going to be a lot of potheads that are going to try to hold you down. And if you want to be like Barbie, you'll avoid people like Raven. Yay! Yay! All right, man. So now Barbie is, that's the message. So now we're going to leave Skyline Drive, man. And we're going to move to our next setting. Are you guys excited, dude? Because it's going to get, we're going to ramp up. Don't worry, man. I'm going to tell you right now. It's going to get fucking kooky, kooky, right? So now, all of a sudden, Barbie's a little bit miffed, man. Why? Well, I'll show you. There was Barbie on the outskirts of, uh, uh, you know, waiting outside her townhouse. Golly gosh, where's Ken? It's not like him to be wait late. He knows he's supposed to be here to pick me up at my dream townhouse. Well, Barbie, maybe Ken got hurt, you know. Oh my gosh, so Barbie quickly got her phone so she could live stream her concern hey barbie if you're gonna if you're gonna rush and there's an emergency make sure you live stream it this is a good opportunity to show all those followers what how concerned citizen you are you're right oh gosh it's really not about me instagram followers i'm concerned about ken's safety he must feel real vulnerable right now then barbie found herself at ken's fucking house Gee golly, has Ken been redecorating? There was rock and roll posters, a skew, a guitar, and the scent of what smelled like chimney gosh, said Barbie. That smells like burning leaves. Just then, she heard what sounded like a lawnmower or some type of motor starting. No, it was Ken snoring. Funny. 
Ken doesn't strike me as a snore. Just then, here comes Ken. Too bad you guys can't see it, but I'll describe it. Jiminy, gosh, Ken. Ken's falling apart, man. He's got his fucking dad fucking shorts on and his fucking tank top. Ken, I think that tank top is now too small for you. Fuck it. Ken, what are you doing? He's got a... Ken's got a bottle of Mad Dog 2020, dog. And he's wearing a pair of boxers that are too small. And a fucking white tank top with stains on it, man. It's about three sizes too tall. Because let's just say Ken's gotten thick, man. Golly gosh, Ken. You have certainly let yourself go. Well, fuck, Barbie. Why do you always gotta bust my ball, said Ken. Hey, have you ever thought that you're just kind of a pain in the ass, man? And maybe you'd be a lot more fun if you'd lighten the fuck up? Oh, golly gosh, Ken, you're so hateful. And Barbie ran out, man, all hurt. Fuck it, man, said Ken. Jiminy gosh, Ken. Whatever happened to Ken? That's okay, Ken. I dig a man that knows how to party. Thanks, Raven. That Barbie was a real drag anyway, man. (laughs) That's right, man. Hey, Ken. Hey, man. Did Barbie dump you? I don't care, man. The chick was driving me up the fucking wall. Yeah, said Raven. I won't bust your balls about all that. I like a man that wears a dirty tank top and drinks Mad Dog 2020. Thanks, Raven, said Ken. Barbie can be such a ball buster, man. Always on my ass. I gotta wear these goofy. I just want to be a man and be comfortable, man. And so there it was. Peace and love. Peace and love, South Oz, man. Uh, right now, what? I let me create the visual. Barbie had big spring break plans, man. And when she show, when Ken didn't show up, man, she arrived at Ken's place. And let's just say Ken's letting himself go. Dude, Ken, dude, are you just going to sit there and drink Mad Dog and hang out with Pot Smoke and Raven? Yeah, fuck that. So that's what Ken's plans are for spring break. And Jiminy, gosh, what about poor Barb's, man? She must be crushed. And we go back to Barbie. Golly gosh. Oh, Barbie, are you going to be okay? I don't know. Instagram. You know, I'll pick myself up, but gosh, I just worry about Ken's health. That's right, man. Just then, Barbie got a phone call from her fucking friend, Natasha, in fucking Moscow. Hey, Barbie, I got a wicked cool idea, said Natasha. Whoops. Hey, Barbie, I got a wicked cool idea, said Natasha. What's that, Barbie? What's that, Barbie? Just then, hey, we got somebody watching on Facebook, man. I hope that I hope you're getting something from this, man. If I knew who you were, I'd have Barbie and Natasha give you a shout out. Hey, hey, man. Anybody want to talk to Barbie and Natasha? Anybody want to call and chat, man? Hey, hey, everybody. You want to talk live with Barbie? Natasha, why don't you drop us a call, man? Oh, said Barbie. So let's get back to the bit, man. So Barbie's going, golly gosh, Natasha, how are you? I've got grand idea, Barbie. Why don't you hop on latest latest Russian aeronautical technology? 
fly to Russia. Come spring break with me at Shieldberry, Russia. Guys are very cute here. Golly gosh, that sounds swell. Gee whiz. And so Barbie is going to jet to fucking Russia and meet up with Natasha at Shield Bay, Russia. Google it, dude. They're going to do spring break at Shield Bay, Russia. That's bad fucking ass, man. But first, Barb's has got to fly, dude. And look, when she flies, man, she's let's just say she's got to fly in fucking style, dude. Okay? Hang on. I'll show you. Let me, let me, let me just, okay, I, I, I gotta, I just gotta get it, oops, I'm fucking, sorry, here it is, boom, there it is, man, B Barbie's gonna jet to, there it is, man, Barbie's flying, look at that, man, Barbie's flying on Russian Airlines, gonna go, to Shield Bay, Russia. Golly gosh. Jiminy gosh, Barbie leads a glamorous life. Barbie is flying to Shield Bay, Russia. Okay, so that's Barbie flying, man. Now we find ourselves on the beautiful fucking beaches of fucking Shield Bay, Russia, dude. And look, I would highly suggest you Google it, dude. Because, wow. Look at that. That's right. Don't mind that. That that just look the other way, man. And fucking Barbie, man. Barbie is already. Oh golly gosh, Barbie. You got such a cute outfit on. And here she is, man. Jiminy gosh, Natasha. This is so exciting to be here. To be here. Right here in Shield Bay, Russia. Get ready. Here comes Natasha, dude. Natasha says, "Where are you, Natasha?" Sorry, man. Natasha was just, you know, she's taking her time, man. Where are you, Natasha? Here she comes. There's Natasha. Yes, Barbie. And wait till you see hotties. Are you guys ready, man? Don't worry. You guys are going to love this. Oh, gosh, I'm so excited. Okay, here they come, man. Here come the hotties, dude. And this is when Barbie realized. Look at that. Check it out, man. So there were two very... Oh, they're so cute, said Barbie. Yes, said Natasha. I told you, you would dig Russia. Golly gosh, Natasha. I think we made the right choice in coming to Shield Bay. Did they make the right choice? Did What do you guys think? Do you think Barbie made the right choice in not giving Ken a chance? Golly gosh. I wish Barbie... Barbie would just lighten up sometimes. Hey, Ken, why don't you quit being such a fucking bummer, dude? You know that old lady of yours is a drag, man. Hang out with me. Yeah, you're right, man. So then Ken was fucking shacking up with Raven and engaging in all kinds of debauchery, man. So Barbie did the right thing, man. So while she was enjoying the handsome young Russian men on the beach, dude, guess who else decided it was time? It was time to hit the beach. Putin a little nervous. Putin want to make sure the hotties dig Putin's vibe. 
Gee, golly, gosh, everybody. It's Putin, all dressed up in his wonderful bathing suit. Gee, golly, gosh, Putin. How did you find something with micro penis, dude? It's so hard to find one that doesn't chafe. I have special padding. Good God, so there's Putin. And look who else came, dude. Hang on, hang on, dude. Guess who else showed up? Dear leader, don't worry, man. The hotties are going to be digging you. I see two now. And that's when they spy Natasha and Barbie, dude. But the problem, problem is pretty boys may cock block Putin's action. I'll take care of that, man. Just then, fucking Steven Seagal got out of his fucking bathing suit, dude. And got into fucking... Whoops, not that one. Watch this, dude. Seagal fucking said, Watch this. I know how to impress the hotties. So then he went over. Boom. And he fucking bashed the fucking dudes, man. Hey, what are you doing, man? Fuck you. Quick cock blocking deer leaders action, man. That's right. And Steven Seagal used the penis pump attack, man. And the fucking Russian pretty boys, stop it, boo, stop crying and take it, man, said Seagal. And soon they were gone. And Seagal went back to check on Dear Leader, who sometimes gets a little afraid when there's violence and cowers a little bit. It's not that he's not brave. Putin was very afraid when you were fighting. Don't worry, Dear Leader. I won't let anybody ever hurt you. So while Putin and Seagal were planning their attack, Barbie was rather miffed. Hang on. Hang on. Golly gosh, Natasha. That was kind of rude. Oh, this is great honor, Barbie. What do you mean? We're going to have a chance to meet Dear Leader. Just then it set in. This was a setup the entire time. You see, Natasha was working for Putin. That's right. She set this up. Raven is a double agent, is an, is an agent for the KGB. And she corrupted Ken intentionally. And at Woody Bush, peace and love. I'll, I'll bring you up to speed here in a second. Raven corrupted Ken, dog. And look at Ken, all out of shape, drinking mad dog, knowing. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. Knowing, knowing that Barbie would be upset. And right at the same time, Natasha called Barbie up, inviting her to spending spring break at Shield Beach, Russia. And at first, it was going swell when pretty boy weightlifters were on the beach. But after Seagal did the penis pump attack, it's Natasha and Barbie. And now, but they're not alone, man, because it's time for fucking Putin, dude, to fucking bring the game on. That's right, kids. Hey, sexy mama. You want to see inside a Kremlin? Chikali gosh, said Barbie. I feel a little uncomfortable. 
This is great honor, said Natasha. Just then, hey, man, you take, tell me which one you don't want, man. Dear leader, that's right. So you see, Seagal was so enamored with dear leader, man, that he played wingman when they went cruising for the hotties, dog. So it was looking like Putin was liking Barbie. I like the American. What her name? Barbie. You come with Putin, Barbie. I feel uncomfortable. What are you doing there? You talking back? Dun, dun, dun. All right. So this is where we're at, man. So far in Barbie's spring break, and I'll be right back. To, we're going to reiterate it because I always like to sum this up because a lot of people go, hey, man. I checked out your podcast the other night. It's confusing as fuck. Well, what do you mean, man? What kind of trip are you trying to lay on me, man? Confusing. I mean, so let me hit you what happened. Barbie was excited for spring break. Now, she had been away at finishing school. Her friend, Raven, her so-called friend. I'll bring the characters out here. I got a different set. This is a new technique here. You know, okay, so... Barbie, Jiminy, gosh, spring break will be fun. I don't think so, Barbie. You know, Ken's really let himself go. Barbie didn't believe that. Thought Raven was a bad influence because all Raven did was do the pot and not listen to her authority figures. So, meanwhile, Barbie showed up over at Ken's swank fucking townhouse. It wasn't Barbie's dream townhouse, but it was pretty nice. And after Barbie put her touches on it, it was rather fashionable, just like Ken's wardrobe and hair, man. And it wasn't like Ken to be late, but when she showed up, Barbie was rather perplexed. Jiminy, gosh, Ken, those boxers look a little small and dirty, as well as that three sizes, two tall white tank top. Hey, Barbie, I'm sorry, dude. Look, man. I just got tired of hitting the gym and shit, man. Besides, I'm in the Mad Dog 2020 now. Oh, God, Ken and Barbie was miffed. What would her Instagram followers think? Raven stepped in. Ken, I really like the way you towed off your old lady. Yeah, man, she's a real drag. I'll show you what a good time is. Dun, dun, dun. So while Ken and fucking Raven were doing fucking general debauchery, all of a sudden, Barbie was all crying. Oh my gosh, that Ken, he's so mean. What will my Instagram followers think? Just then, Natasha calls up. Hey, Barbie, why don't you fucking jet off, man? I'll, I'll, have, I'll have the latest Russian aeronautics sent to you, dude. Why don't you hop on that puppy and fly on over to Russia, man, and hang out at Shield Beach? And Barbie thought about how glamorous it would be to tell her Instagram followers that she was flying from from where she was at in parts unknown Colorado all the way to 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 Russia, man. She'll beach. She'd be the envy of everybody. And that would show that Ken for letting himself go. And so Barbie decided, and there she is. Dun dun dun. You guys are looking at the latest in Russian technology, dude cutting edge Barbie that could be you man and Barbie said fuck it man I'm gonna go to Shield Beach so then Barbie goes to Shield Beach dude right and so while at Shield Beach initially Barbie's like wow dude this is really cool I think I made the right decision because two Russian honks man were flexing their fucking and they had six packs and after seeing Ken in his 
over undersized thing. Barbie was a little bit, you know, excited, man. Jiminy, gosh, they're so nice. Yes, Barbie, but don't pay attention. Barbie decided to ignore Natasha. Meanwhile, Putin and Seagal showed up to the beach, and Putin was feeling inadequate. It happens often, but that's okay because fucking uh, Seagal ran those fucking pretty boy fucking... Uh, you know, weightlifting guys off the beach. You run away now and fucking did the full-on penis pump attack. Fucking, they go, leaving fucking just Barbie and Natasha right on fucking Shield Bay, Russia, man. Google it. I mean, you talk about the bomb diggity, dude. Barbie was living the dream. But now, Barbie's like, gosh, it's just us. I hope more hot guys show up. Speaking of hot guys, man. Speaking of hot guys, Putin. Speaking of hot guys, allow me to introduce myself. They call me Putin. Oh, my gosh, said Natasha. This is a great honor. Barbie said, I feel a little uncomfortable. Look, he looks rather odd, and his smell is frightening. Oh, don't be such a fuddy-duddy, Barbie. You should live life. And Barbie was starting to get really, really kind of uncomfortable just then. Fucking... Steven Seagal showed up in his fucking bathing suit, man. Hey, Steven, those are mighty fine Speedos, my brother. Hey, dear leader, man. You know I'm the wingman. Just let me know which hottie you want so I can lock and load, said Steve. I'm going to go for Barbie, said fucking Putin. And that's when fucking Barbie realized, dude. Raven, I'm going to go through it again. Raven is working for the the KGB. Her job was to compromise fucking Ken. Get him all dirt bagged out, which she did. Upsetting Barbie. Isn't it interesting that just right to the second of breaking up with Ken, good old Natasha from Russia calls Barbie to come to Shield Bay. Ah, it, it looked harmless. Look at the hot guys. Ah, but then Steven Seagal beat up the hot guys with his penis pump attack, leaving just Barbie and Natasha right there on Shield Bay. With Putin to Mac. And Barbara's like, I feel uncomfortable. And Putin's like, come to the Kremlin. So we'll pick up. Basically, dog, let me just put it to you this way, dude. Barbie's a guest. Barbie's a guest to fucking Putin. Seagal right now, man. You know what? Dream, how, what do you think her Instagram followers are going to think, man? Dreams do come true. You know, golly gosh, guys. If you work hard enough and do the right thing, you never know. All right. This is Will Dick. Woody Bush. Peace and love. Um, okay, we're out of the land of make-believe. Let me check back in. That's kind of my thoughts on where I'm going to be taking our character studies, guys. Um, a lot more to come with that, man. Once again, these are ways we divert one's thoughts from reality. And we've got some serious content that's going to be hitting the podcast. And I'm working on serious, serious content. Like really serious and we're gonna you know release that too that's gonna be into the end i'm going through hard times right now like we all are and these i i enjoy doing these little bits we're not done okay but you know i hope if if anybody stumbles on this madness i have two favors give both genres a shot if you hate both great but i think I think both, I'm going to separate the streams, but I think both are going to go together nicely. 
if you and I'm gonna work on the cussing. But I'm I'm here. I'm gonna say something. My mom. I know not many people listen or watch my stuff, and my mom does. Not because I'm her fucking son. Now she told me. She goes, I don't like the weed smoking. That gets boring. And I told her. I said, Look, did I ask to be brought into this fucking world? No. So how about instead of telling your 56-year-old son that the weed smoking's boring, how about, you know, taking a little bit of accountability and pick up the check and get your fucking 56-year-old son some weed? You ever think of that thought ever, Mom? You know? I'm joking, and she knows I'm joking. What I'm saying is my mom watches this. I know the content that I do is off-putting. But I'm I'm comfortable enough with it that my mom's watching it. So think just please keep that in mind when I go to these you know areas. These things need to be said, man. You know. <laughs> Don't worry. We're going I got a whole I got a whole fucking story in my head, dude. Unless until ketamine burns it out. Quick thing. Yesterday's ketamine trip was wild, dude. And this is what I don't like. And this is what I commented on. Is my particular trip room was right by the receptionist. Right? Right by where people are there. And I'm having like firefights in this fucking thing. I'm like getting reborn. I mean, it's like, you know... And for the first time ever, they came in to make sure I was okay. Cause I was, and I'm like, am I allowed? They're like, God, you're allowed. And so at the end of this, where I, God knows what I said, I walk out and it's like, you know, fucking 9,000 people, man. They got to hear the fucking kind of shit that was going on, man. I'm just like, you know, I don't know. It just, so, but I need to let that go, which I did. But, you know, it was trying to bring that up on my doctor's appointment today in a way that, you know, fucking pe- people just don't want to hear anything. They just fucking shut up. Okay, it, pain management people, they, they don't want to hear anything because it's a, it sucks to work in pain management. They catch shit every day. So they're hypersensitive. Even to the fact if I go, hey, I got some constructive feedback, man. Oh, let me get your provider. And the provider's like, hey, man, you know, you signed a contract about verbal abuse. I said, what was what? Just uh, asking for a little privacy when I had Jesus. But we, we kissed and made up, dude. It was all misunderstanding. I love them. They love me. I'm not doing well. I don't know. I'll tell you this. I'll fully disclose that I firmly believe that I am... I be- I'm coming off differently than I think I am. I'm, I believe I present this crazy right now, and I'm and I can't, like, I don't know. I, it's this mullet, dude. My promise is, if we're now. It might. Okay, here's the deal. Getting a fucking haircut is a fucking hassle, and why do I? It's not like I got a job. And what am I, you know, it's like I, I'm here laying in a bed. So I was like, you know what I'll do? I'll fucking, you know, 
let's just grow my hair long, be rock and roll, dude. So the plan was, I'll just let it grow and I'll shave it right before the surgery. So, so this has been going on since like December, November ish, I think. You know, anyway. But now, I promise you, before I get it all cut off. I'm going to have him style a mullet because right now, if I really like shave down the sides and spike the top, I would have a fucking, and I'd get my guitar and like, hey man, let's do some fucking, you know, let's get into it, dude. Do some outlaws, man. Some fucking Molly Hatchet. Fuck yeah, dude. So that's, I'm going to hang my hat on that. I got that going for me. Which is nice. So, back to Barbie's dilemma, dude. What are we gonna do? First off, you know, Woody, uh, Christian, I do intend, whenever the surgery gets done, to see if there's something to this. But I, I think I'm losing my mind. I'm like, you know, I'm like, why wouldn't people want to see Barbie? <laughs> I mean, this last, I got this, this last, this last little planned episode thing I did. I've got a scene where Putin's spanking Seagal and went to the trouble of actually putting a ponytail on the back of the animated puppet's head to make it look a little bit more. It's these little touches, man. I mean, I, I always feel like these little touches, these little Easter eggs everywhere. They're everywhere in these things, man. And... It's like my mom watches them. You know. I think the government. I'll tell you. Let me let me show you something though. Here's something. Uh, a, 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 here's a tip man. For whatever reason. TikTok does not like Z the Pooh. Which is this guy here man. You know president. And little, well it's Z the Pooh. It's, I'm not going to say who this is. But TikTok does not like him. Golly gosh. I just had Z the Pooh with the penis pump say, hey, everybody, I just want to say it's super swell to be on TikTok. I love everybody. Your bestest friend, Z the Pooh Bear, I got inappropriate, inappropriate, inappropriate. <laughs> uh, I'm gangster, man. 56 years old, and I'm trying to troll TikTok. That's, that's fucking success. Okay. It's almost 10 o'clock. So man, why don't we uh why don't we put down foolish things like planning for our future, paying attention to what our authority figures say. Uh oh, that's right, kids. It's been a while. You know, Jiminy Gosh guys, let's go back to the land of make believe. Because we got a problem. Hang on. Back to the land of make-believe. Dun, 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 dun. Back to Shield Bay, Russia. Gee whiz. You know, Miss Putin's out of control, man. Barbie's now a guest of Putin for some undetermined time, man. We really need a superhero. And it just, fuck. You would think like Steven Seagal, man. But now Steven Seagal is like, golly gosh, who... I don't think we have anybody on our side that can go up against Steven Seagal, dude. How the hell are we going to rescue fucking Barbie, dude? 
with fucking Steven Seagal fucking as Putin's muscle. I mean, Putin is fucking badass too, man. Dude will get off on this fucking horse without a shirt on, dude, and show you. He'll, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll look. He's got a badass, yeah, man. He'll walk into a room and stare at you, man. And so, and even if you can get, but fucking, you no one's getting past Seagal. Well, I'll tell you somebody that would beg to differ. Because this here is America, where, gosh darn it, doing the right thing is still rewarded. You mean, that's right, it's super duper peachy keen kid. That's right, kids. It is I, Super Duper Peachy Keen Kid. And we all know how Super Duper Peachy Keen Kid gets his superpowers, man. He does all of his homework, man. Obeys all of his authority figures. Always does the right thing. Plans for his future. And it's not 420 friendly. And when he does those things, man, pooh. Jiminy gosh, everybody can relax, man. That's right, kids. Super Duper Peachy Keen Kid will take those commies down. Golly gosh, man. Super Duper Peachy Keen Kid goes to the Kremlin. Da 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 da. All right, kids. There he is, man. Hey, Super Duper, man. Be careful. I heard that Steven Seagal, he knows a lot about fucking martial arts. Well, I'll tell you what he doesn't know. He doesn't know a life of being 420 unfriendly. He will not be able to stand up to that. I guarantee it. Golly gosh, everybody. Super duper peachy keen kid. Ba-da-da-da-da-da. Here we go, man. Here we go. You know what, kids? Golly gosh, Chernobyl. I love these new sets that I've got. If you guys do get a chance, real quick, super duper peachy keen kid. We'll, we'll come back to him. If you get a chance to watch our live streams, I hope you do get a chance to check out the new sets, man. With the, Once again, little Easter eggs, man. I like the Chernobyl nuclear stack background right around the Kremlin and the, the Soviet-era apartments. Anyway, man, let us, let us take a break. We've, we've said enough. We know, there's, we know there's trouble, like there's trouble in the world. We know this. What could me pointing that out to anybody do? You know, I said this earlier, man. I always kind of tried to follow rules in life, like in social media, for example. And I've always lived this. Like, not discussing, like, politics and religion. Just a fucking, just avoided it. Because, and when I started this podcast, I just wanted it to be an escape From whatever. And that, that escape can be just a cool conversation with people that aren't talking about their differences in politics and religion. Or just sitting there and fucking, you know, fuck this guy. Fuck that guy. Yay! You know, so it's going to be a hill I die on, so to speak. I just, uh, not that this is fucking high art. It's not. It's shit. But I don't know. It's factual, I guess, man. I guess I'm worried. I think the I think they're gonna target me, man. I'm not just talking about Putin, I'm talking about the fucking aliens, dude. 
you know, when I was talking earlier about maybe I'm presenting as crazy or something. That's why this is between us, man. I can't tell anybody about the aliens, dude. You know what I'm saying? Because it's fucking true. That shit gets out the fucking bag, dude. Game's up. Because fucking aliens are running the fucking field. And again, ready to come down and fucking bitch slap Putin around, man. Putin's not careful. He's going to get a fucking alien DNA extraction probe, dude. Much like the one Bigfoot had to endure. And that's why Bigfoot is one hard motherfucker to track down, dude. Because Bigfoot's legit. He's just got... That's right. That's right, said Bigfoot. I want nothing to do with that alien anal DNA extraction probe, dude. And they kept saying Bigfoot telepathically, dude. They were communicating to Bigfoot. And Bigfoot was like, oh, oh, <laughs> right? Bigfoot was like, like Chewbacca, dude. And the alien was telepathically feeling like Bigfoot. You got to keep still, dude. If you could just keep still, we can get through this, man. But the more you move, we just got to keep doing it over. And eventually, Bigfoot clued in, man. But that's why the aliens had to do it. It took Bigfoot a long time to fucking clue in. That's why they did it in the first place. They're like, man, in order for us to conduct our experiments, we need somebody a little bit higher functioning for Bigfoot, dude. And throughout history, dude, sometimes people will act out or be interesting to the aliens, and they'll come down and use their alien DNA extraction probe, dude. A lot of times that results in a very dramatically different fucking uh, behavior course. Who knows? Something tells me but that the aliens are looking to fucking pay a visit to the Kremlin, dude. So stay tuned, because there may be a DNA extraction probe in fucking Putin's future, man. So right on. So that's the kind of factual shit we get into here, man. Barbie is on Shield Bay, Russia, dude. You know, why don't we hear why don't we hear it from Ken's perspective, dude? Fucking let's go to Ken's crib, dude. Ken is balling, by the way, man. Fucking here he is, kids. Your pal and mine, Ken, gee whiz, man. This is not what I imagined. I didn't imagine fucking Ken would have pictures of the rock and roll and marijuana needles all about, but, but Ken doesn't give a shit, man. Fuck, that Barbie was a gigantic pain in the ass. Gee whiz, Ken, do you have to, do you have to fucking be that way? Look, man, she's like a high-maintenance broad. No matter what, she wasn't giving me shit. And I was, oh, guys, and Ken just started getting all alpha, dude. That's right. Because Ken, in addition to getting corrupted by Raven, she was also, Ken was also working with fucking the stallion, dude. That's right. If you guys want to learn how to take charge, then you'll check out the stallion and welcome to my corral. That's right, everybody. You've come to the right place, man. We're done with Barbie. We're going to the Alpha Zone because there's no more runner-up trophies. There. Let's go, betas. It's time for all of us, man. That alpha up. Let's get our alpha on. Are you ready? Fuck yeah, man. Let's do this shit. Right on, man. The fucking stallion, dude. That guy's badass, man. Yeah, I'm going to tell you my secrets to success. 
fuck yeah, man. Get ready, kids. And look, look, that's a Lambo dude that he's standing in front of. Wow. The stallion is standing in front of a Lambo. Dude, this guy must be for real, dude. Do you see the car he's standing in front of? Wow, dude. I think this... I'm not I'm not here to bullshit you guys, man. We're here to get our fucking alpha on. That's right, man. Welcome to the alpha zone, man. Hey, man, cool, because we're going to have some people come in and get questions. But see, early on in the alpha zone, dude, when the fucking stallion was doing, like, live streams, man, right? Boom. There he is. Hey, man, here's some of my tips, man. Here's what you need to invest in. Oh, cool. First, you get a cool car like a Lamborghini, man. That goes with my brand. I do financial consulting. And when I come rolling in with my Lambo, they take me seriously. Wow. The guys, he's like giving away life secrets up here. What a life hack. That's get a Lamborghini. Fuck yeah, stallion. You ready for more? Fuck yeah, man. And Ken was fucking in the audience and consuming us, man. Here comes the stallion second one. Hey, pay for seminars, man. Tony Robbins, whatever. I don't care what it costs. It's all worth it, man. Invest in yourself in these self-help seminars. Yeah, multi-level marketing companies like mine. Yeah, right on, man. The fucking stallion, dude. And then his final piece of advice was get yourself a personal gym, man. So you get your fucking pump on and just say, fuck it, I'm lifting weights. And Ken was like fucking under the stallion's tutelage, man. What are you doing, man? Putting up with that. You need to start taking charge. And what are you doing texting her back? Ken was like, Jiminy, gosh, the stallion. Barbie expects the, some sort of reasonable communication. Fuck that, man. You've got to take charge. There's no runner-up trophies. So Ken, over time, man, started to transform to fucking Alpha Ken, dude. And here he is. Boom. Fuck that. Wow, Ken. Ken is certainly Alpha now, dude. And he's got the boxer shorts. It's all too small now. Ken don't. See, Ken didn't invest in a personal gym. He invested in Mogan David 2020, a.k.a. Mad Dog. Ken's got himself. He's on the night train, dude. Ken is on the night train, dude. Because the stallion was giving him all this alpha advice. And Raven, who's an agent for the KGB. That's right, Ken. Drink more, Mogan David. It's sexy. Fuck, Raven. I love the fact that you don't bust my balls. Speaking of balls, that just then, fucking Raven got on her knees, dude. Yeah, now later to come, but let's just say, fucking, she was not afraid to fucking service the fucking little fireman, dude. She was willing to do whatever it took for fucking Mother Russia, dude. Raven was a patriot. Hang on, I got a treat for you guys. First, I want to apologize, man. I didn't have this, but... And don't worry, for those of you that came for Putin, he'll be back, but right now, because I'm just giving a little background, he's in the Kremlin with Steven Seagal, man. They're bestest pals, by the way. All right, are you ready? Let me see if I still have it. Golly gosh, I hope so. 
Oh, boy. You know what, guys? Oh, I do. Okay, here we go. Uh-uh. 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 Never mind, I don't have it. Wait a minute. Never mind, guys. <sighs> Golly gee whiz. I'm going to look at one more thing and then I'm going to give it up. Anyway, sorry. Not organized because of the weed. Blame the marijuana. Speaking of which, let's change the puppet show tone. Now that I have people in here. Because, look. This is not about entertainment. That's not why I'm here. I don't do this. Look, man, I'm going to tell you my story. A couple years ago, I was, uh, things were so out of control, dude. Let me, I'll give you a typical day, okay? Here's a typical day. I'd get up whenever. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I didn't have to be anywhere. So... It would be like, it, my life was so out of control, I'd just wake up whenever. And I'd begin the day smoking weed. And playing music. And I'd do that throughout the day. And then I'd have some kind of gig, so to speak, where I'd play filthy, de deviant music. That, 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 you know, laughed at the rules. And, and celebrated you know, antisocial behavior. Anyway, long story short, that kind of lifestyle leads into a lot of, like, random fornication and deviant sex acts. Things were so out of control with my marijuana abuse that I woke up one morning after a day like I just described, man. And in my bed were two women with no clothes. And I knew... I blacked out from the marijuana, dude. And I knew I'd have one of those dreaded marijuana flashbacks and to bring back that memory. And when it would, it would tell me that we had been inappropriate sexually with one another at the same time. But to make matters worse, man, to this day, I couldn't tell you what their names are. And that's how bad marijuana is. This narcotic plays for keeps. It will takes no prisoners, man. And I'm just glad that I was able to kick it. But I couldn't kick it alone because it's a disease, dude. It's a disease that if you have it, there ain't no cure. Luckily, I found a program, dude, and we could talk about it. It's called Potaholics Anonymous, dude. And, you know... Basically, it'll keep you alive. And if you leave Potaholics Anonymous, you'll use the pot and die. Because you're a potaholic. You can't stop until you OD. How many times have you had to go to the ER for your marijuana overdoses? Junkies? Come on. Can we stop lying? We know why you listen to the show. You're crying for help. You're like, you know, I just need to find... I'm here. Look, I've been there, man. You know, the no direction, the 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 feelings of, you know, the reduced aggression, the the reduced need to be a, you know, jerk or alpha. Look,
being an alpha, not a pothead. Okay. You don't see any of you don't see any of these alphas fucking smoking weed. Use your head. Use your head. And I'll tell you somebody else who doesn't smoke weed. I'm gonna bring them out right now. Look, there's all kinds of people I can you know, I always hear because I try to work with the young people and say, Hey man, what are you doing blowing grass, man? Why don't you put down that marijuana delivery device, man? And how about picking up a textbook or some scripture, better yet? You know? Did you ever think about doing something like that? You know? How about, how about, you know, instead of, like, you know, putting that metric system to good use, instead of measuring quantities of your weed, you know? And why is it grams until it's an ounce, dude? Fucking riddle me that, dog. Riddle me that. Why, when you go to a dispensary, it's in grams, but all of a sudden, when you get to the ounce, dude, the metric system no longer exists. I'll tell you why. It's be all a part of the plan. It's part of the marijuana lie. It's symbolic. Oh, I'm on the metric. Oh, I'm not. That's right. Because that's what marijuana is going to do. It's going to lead you down a path. And right when you think, gee, golly whiz, this metric system's fun, it's going to abandon you. What happened to you, a metric system? Shut up. Because the marijuana lie is now in control. Welcome. And I'm here to help, man. And Potaholics Anonymous will get you straight, dog. You start working them 12 steps, dude. Let me tell you. That shit's foolproof, man. And it's got the science to back it up. You know, because you don't want to look at data. You want to go with feelings. Go with the warm feeling in your stomach, man. Don't look at the data. And whatever you do in Potaholics Anonymous, man, just you don't need to research anything outside the material that they offer. Dude, it's enough. Why cloud your mind with with some anti-potaholics message. You know, you don't want that. We've done all that work for you, dude, so you can focus on your program of recovery. It's not we're trying to limit information, dog. It's we're trying to help you narrow your focus to keep you alive, man. Because this disease will kill you. And if you leave, you know, while there's no cure, potaholics anonymous will keep you alive, man. And if you leave Potaholics Anonymous, you'll die. If you don't die, it means you weren't a real potaholic to begin with, man. Real potaholic knows exactly what I'm talking about, man. You tired of looking at them track marks, man? Junkie? Hey, junkie. Hey. Hey, junkie, man. You got your pot labs? What do you, you are you cooking it up on your stove, man? Are you cooking your little hemp? On your stove? That's right. It's okay, man. I've been there. Gone through those withdrawals, dude. When I was going to get my next fix. Look, man. Okay, look. I, I, let me get out of that for a second. Kind of, I got to check back into reality. This podcast. I, it, there's like no comments, man. Because I think... The people that are listening to this probably have had strokes or something, man. I need to get like life alert. Just, I don't. I just want to make sure people are like alive that are listening to this, and I didn't somehow like bore them to like, 
How'd they die from boredom? I didn't know that exists. Well, there's this fucking podcast. It's apparently fucking... All right, look, man. If I can just get, you know... People go, hey, man, you're 56 years old. What are you doing? What are you doing with a, a Putin puppet spanking Steven Seagal, man? You know, what, what, what are you doing with a penis pump with a propeller hat on? What kind of, what kind of, what kind of example are you trying to set? And I'm like, look, man, why don't you back off for a second and come down from the clouds, man? I'm trying to connect, all right? It's about creating connection. Because if I can, if I can get just one person, man, you know, one. To like, you know, then all this is worth it. And, and so, look, I can sit here and talk to you about the benefits of, you know, look, I would have never known the joys of the Marine Corps, right, smoking weed. I would have never known the joys of the suburban dream of corporate America, dude. You know, you you can't rock a fucking staff meeting, dude, and be on the pot if you want to rock that, dude, right? You want to rock Dockers and a fucking polo shirt tucked in on Fridays, dude? You want a ball like that? Well, look, man, you, you, you can't do that on pot. There's no way you can function in the corporate America, man, on that narcotic. No, man. Because things make sense. They're logical. And the pot skews logic. Things in corporate America make 100% sense. And you question it. It's because you're not a good person. That's kind of like my method of teaching. Here's the theory. We believe in it. Well, what if we disagree? It means that you're a, you're not a good person. Is there any science to back that up? Hey, hey, fucker, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> all right, all right. Sorry, guys. I was 15 years old. Drinking with my idiotic friends. Then we decided to break out weed. Once again, I say this too much, but frame of reference, I'm 56. To put it into context, I think it was 1980. Actually, I was 14. I was 14. Because it was winter time. It was... Uh, February. It was cold as fuck. We were drinking and smoking the devil's lettuce. And I had this bright idea. You see, in the past, we had gotten all fucked up and thought it'd be fun to streak in front of this place where that was known for having highbrow-type events. Okay? And we were young and stupid. So on this particular night... <coughs> As I'm flying on that narcotic, and once again, I'm trying to show you what marijuana will do. 
Hopefully this will keep you off the pot. So, me and, and this other juvenile delinquent I grew up with, another mental giant, and I proceeded to run in front of this establishment. But don't worry, we thought this one through. Yes, we were nude, except we did have our shoes on. But we also had our tidy whities over our face to hide our identity as we started streaking. Now, what was interesting is right when we got in front, this, this building, this place, this establishment, imagine like if a country club type setting, but it's not that, but just had this long road in front of it. And as we were streaking in front of this place, there's fucking cop lights everywhere. I mean, fucking what looked like to be... We were surrounded by police. Apparently, I didn't know this then. This was later. They were staking the place out for some kind of weird drug bust. So all they knew is they saw... that This is in their mind. They're all surrounding this place for some kind of weird drug transaction. And they see two kids running nude with underwear over their head, right? So they were like, they thought, you know. And so my dipshit, juvenile delinquent dipshit buddy of mine goes, Hey man, if I get popped again, I'll have to go to a juvenile. And I go, that's okay, I got you. And of course I made up this cockamamie story how some people had robbed a 7-Eleven and held us at knife point. And stole our clothes. That that made total sense to me. The cops instantly knew we were fucking bullshitting us. Bullshitting us. Anyway, long story short. Eventually, I caved. But that was a long time. My fucking buddy caved right away, dude. The, and I made this story up to fucking protect him, man. They separated us. He's like, yeah, we're streaked. And they let him go. Me, they fucked with me all night. I was contradicting myself. Never lie to police. I'm here to tell you. You'll lose. I mean, I'm like, this, that, yeah, oh, God. You know, they were fucking with me. And at the end of the night, they go, hey, why didn't you just tell us you were fucking dead? We would you know. I'm like, I don't, you know, because I'm a dipshit. Because, well, you know, you know, let me tell you something, cop. I, you're going to ask the same person that was fucking running nude in front of this place with underwear over his head why he didn't fucking use logic? I mean, come on, man. It was funny, though. They were like, are you on PCP? <laughs> All right. These are the kind of things that are going to keep me from running for Congress, man. It's my big plan. Get back on that government to run for Congress and just be corrupt. Just be open about it. Hey, look, man. I'm just here to line my pockets with a percentage you take, man. And if I could give you guys a little taste, so be it. <laughs> that, that'll be the campaign. <laughs> what do you think about this? Shit, I don't know. Look, man, I'm just going to be... I'm going to be trying to find ways to create nonprofits and political fundraisers to skim off of. I won't have time for that, man. <laughs> Vote for me. What's your plan? <laughs> plan? All right, I'll shut up, guys. Let's, uh, okay, it's late, let's do this.
Um, here lately, I've been rather inconsistent with the morning show. I'm good. I'm right now. I just because of where my pain and stuff is, I'm just much better at night. I'm going to try to continue. I'm going to be, you know, when I'm through all this, I'll continue doing morning shows because I like that. But we'll try to be back at 10 a.m. I hope you guys do get a chance to go watch Putin versus uh, Putin and Seagal versus the world. I think it's it's on the YouTube channel. And, you know, he talks about Mike Putin's and, and also he talks about Steven Seagal's got microphallus. I didn't know that, too. So, you know, you can kind of get a little bit more insight on why, you know, it's because I always found it odd. It's like, wow, how come Seagal is so into fucking Putin? And it now makes sense. You know, it's beyond it. This is it's beyond borders, man. Micropenis goes beyond borders, dude. You know, it, it it's not it's it's a you know, that's it's not about countries, man. That's not their that their 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 connection runs way deeper than that, dog. So, you know, that's just kind of where that's at, you know, and I guess not a lot of people probably could relate, you know. But that's the problem though, because Putin is like he surrounded himself with people that just agree with him. So he thinks the entire world has microfouls and they're like they're not interested in being liberated, man. They go like, hey, look, my penis size is fine, man. Go go, go liberate someone else that needs... You're kind of liberated, man. You know? All right. Back to Barbie. In addition, um, we've got some other new characters. Can I bring them out? Okay. Hey kids. Hey man. Are you guys are you guys excited? It's spring and you know what that means, don't you? Easter. And Easter means the Easter bunny. Guess what? We know it does here at the Art of Flowering Podcast. We know that you're you guys are going, you know, there's just this is you know, when can we get to a traditional Easter, man? And and have the Easter bunny. And I'll tell you, I'm with you, dude. I, you know, back in my day, you know, you fucking, this, you know, now you, you fucking say Easter, just try to say Easter Bunny now, man. They want to cancel you. You know, back in my day, you know, we understood this, you know, here in America, you know, it's okay to say Easter Bunny, man. But that's okay, man. Because we're, we're, we're proud enough to say, and here he is, man. Peter the Hemp Tail. Yo, Check out, I wish you guys could see him, man. Peter the Hemp Tail, that's right, man. Because the Easter Bunny kids blows motherfucking grass, dog. That's right. Are you ready for the story? Okay, look, this is how it went down, dude. You guys ready for, uh, um, okay, real quick. Disclaimer. I don't want to offend anybody. But I assume if anybody's listened this far, they can, they can tolerate what's going to come at. And let's just say this, man. There are many paths to the top of Mount Fuji. But let's just... This is this is what I believe, man. So please don't bust my chops, man. Okay? I don't want to hear any of your church chirp, dude. Please don't. Let's just fucking live and let live. Okay? 
But if you guys don't mind, I'd like to share a little bit about my faith with you. If that's okay, man. Okay, so here we go. And it come to pass, man. And it come to pass that Jesus was out in the middle of the desert flying on fucking shrooms. Father, Father, dude, is that you? Or machine elves coming to fuck up my trip, dude. And Jesus was a tripping on shrooms, man. That's right. Jesus is on mushrooms. He's my psychedelic savior. Satan, he's a tripping. But on this one, the savior's winning. Is Satan wants to get ahead. Oh, rough and tumble. The Savior will drop some peyote and he'll begin to rumble. All right, that's Jesus. All right, so now Jesus is out there in the desert. So after he was done with the desert, man, he was going to his apostles. Hold up, man, I'm going to switch to set. If for those of you who can't li uh, watch the live stream, Jesus is out there in this fucking set. I hope you do get a chance. I've worked a lot hard on my art, dude. Worked hard. So here it is. This is Jesus is tripping, man. Wow, man, the fucking machine elves are speaking to me, and Jesus was tripping out there in the fucking desert, man. Don't worry, we're going to get to the Easter Bunny, but I got to set the tone. And it come to pass, man, after Jesus got done tripping, man, he got back to his fucking posse, dude, and said, Hey, 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 apostles of hemp, man, I would like to blow grass and ride donkeys into Jerusalem, man. And it come to pass that Apostle Poopy Pants said, No can do, Jesus. The Romans are being real poopy pants about fucking weed. And it come to pass... No, wait. And Jesus wept, dude. Jesus wept. He said, Wait a minute. How, how am I going to talk about how cool it is to get high if I got no hemp? I can't be a poser, dude. I'm fucking Jesus, dude. And I'm supposed to be preaching the gospel of hemp. What the fuck? Are you telling me just then fucking Peter the Hemptail showed up? Hey, dude, I got you. Just then, and it come to pass, Jesus said, Hey, man, am I still tripping from all that peyote? Or is that a bunny talking to me? And it come to pass that Peter the Hemptail said, Hey, man, look, no, you don't have to worry about that shit because I make hemp-infused chocolate eggs. And it come to pass that Peter the hemp tail gave Jesus some of the hemp infused chocolate eggs. And Jesus got high as a motherfucker. And Jesus said, this shit's good, dude. And Peter the hemp tail said, dog, why don't we munch on these fucking edible hemp infused chocolate eggs? Ride them fucking donkeys into Jerusalem, dude. And get our fucking freak on in the temple. Can you imagine the marijuana trip we'll have? And it come to pass. The Jesus Apostle Poopy Pants and Peter the Hemp Tail got on donkeys, man, and got fucking high on hemp-infused chocolate eggs all the way to Jerusalem. And when they got there, they gave some of those eggs to the Roman guards, and the Roman guards said, Wow, man, where are you cats going? And they said, We're going to go fucking party at the temple, dude. Dude, get, get our fucking, get the band back together. And he all went to the temple, got fucking high, and created music, man. All because of Peter the Hemp Tales, hemp-infused fucking chocolate eggs, man. And that's the story of Easter.
Amen. Sorry, man. Problem is, I don't normally share my testimony like that. You know, kind of vulnerable now. You know, it's my faith is so key. And to share that part of my faith and expose that, it's a tender moment, you know. So, okay. I guess this is an acquired taste. Um, you know, I've talked to you guys about potaholism. I've got a little of my... Hey, real quick, though, um, let's switch gears. I don't know if anybody's into this, and I know this is geek, but I'd like to pass up my. I just got done reading. Well, when I say read these days, it's listen to, so I don't want to misinterpret, but there was a book I got done reading that I really enjoyed, and if you're into this kind of thing, I think you might enjoy it. It's called Zealot, The Life and Times of Jesus of Nazareth by uh, uh, Reza Aslan. It's a, it's a, I'm into, like, scholarship biblical so what uh, now if you're a literalist don't read it but if you're like interested in that kind of scholarship but not as a douchebag not so you can go tell somebody they're wrong i hate that shit there was this fucking there was there's was a podcast i really love but one day they they had this guy on and he does this thing called street epistemology which is basically walking up to strangers and pestering them to death about their beliefs and then trying to challenge them logically like is anybody looking for this you know and it's like i'm not a person of faith you know but why do we gotta bust people's chops dude you know i don't know it's just that 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 side of it i don't want to talk that side of it's always crazy but i dig uh i just dig religious scholarship because it's just interesting dude it's interesting to me man you know maybe i'm losing my mind but if you're into that kind of thing and you're not, you know, it's a good book. So, And it talks more about the, the Easter Bunny story that I shared with you. See, that's the thing. It doesn't back down from the truth. These fucking apologists step in, man. And they start twisting fucking words and shit. And next thing you know, you know what I mean? And so one of these days I'll break it down. You know, I feel called to break down the doctrine if you want to know the truth, dude. But anyway, let's get off that. I don't know what else to say. I mean, we've covered a lot of ground here. I mean, literally. I, I pissed and moaned about my lot in life. And then I did ridiculously inappropriate puppets. Then I pissed and moaned about my lot in life, followed by actively engaged in marijuana drug abuse here on a live stream, whilst totally contradicting that by fucking, you know, telling you guys that, you know, to get off pot while I am, you know, that's the problem with this disease, dude. I'm so consumed. I'm so consumed with this disease of pot potaholism that... I couldn't even stay sober. I couldn't even I couldn't even get any clean time. I can't even get any clean time, dude. Just talking talking during an anti pot thing. So with that said, it's late. I wanna play guitar so bad, but it's too late. I wanna thank whoever stumbled on this podcast tonight. I sincerely mean that. 
I hope that you will like, subscribe, review, all those kind of things. Now, a couple things. Because I am going to close on some serious shit. Just in case anybody stumbles in. No, no more puppets. No more tomfoolery. I'll say this. You know, we... This is how I have... This has become a tool to me. This podcasting, these crazy puppet shows, these animations. This sitting here using this as therapy as opposed to trying to come up with content that, that would be compelling. I'm going, how can this episode get me through what I got to get through? And I'm sorry for being so selfish if you want to know the truth. But that's where I'm at. I do promise that, you know, if I do get the surgery and I do get better, you know, I'll get back to focus on, you know, <laughs> less insane content. Um, but what can I say, you know? It is what it is right now. But like when I was talking, to, talking earlier, the hardest thing at this phase of where I'm at with this thing is... It's becoming impossible to to present myself as any other way than suffering. And this destroys, I mean, anybody that comes within my vicinity, that it just, it's such a burden. And I just dislike feeling like a burden. And if I somehow get through this, whatever it is I do, I owe a tremendous debt to whoever helped me get the fuck out. Because this is, this is the worst. But if I can get out of this, I don't want it, anything I do, I want it to be to contributing to helping people that are in this situation not be in it. I can't cure pain or any of it. But I think I've got some ideas how to help beat that feeling of not feeling useful, not feeling relevant. But it's a two-way street. I can't do that alone. You know? I, I gotta gotta get people to I gotta you know get through the surgery so I can do coherent content not content of Barbie and Ken where it's crazy it's insane it is what it is I'll say that but like everybody else you know sometimes we do weird things to get through the day sometimes life presents only bad options. You have no good, healthy options. All the options are unhealthy. You know? So you pick the, the, the shittiest option with the least amount of blowback because you're going to get blowback either way. 
the world is consumed with attempting to distract us. I'm not talking, I'm just saying what I was touching on earlier. And I'll get back, you know, I did silliness, but think about this. You know, and this is, I'm just, I'm going to put my previous life as a douchebag. You know, all my graduate work in statistical process control. Just think of, if you're the type of person <clears throat> that is just one of these cats that just is fucking always popping off, whatever fucking, it doesn't matter. Whatever fucking political figure they don't like, they're always just popping off, like instantly. Now, when you factor in the amount of time over the span of four years or whatever, they're doing this for this particular candidate multiplied by however other people are doing the same thing. And you see that, fuck, you could have maybe learned a violin or fucking done something. It's okay to bitch, don't get me wrong, but it just seems to become a fucking national pastime. Complaints are great, but solutions, I can't say that enough. I have nothing, I have no wisdom to pass on as a 56-year-old guy that's got a spinal injury that's beaten down and out of the game. But I'll tell you this, if you want to be successful in life, when you bring problems to somebody, bring a couple of options, some solutions with it. Think some of it through. That's what we need. Of course we've got fucking problems. I don't want to be consumed with just let's all review the suck over and over and over and there's people who need to do a good job but you know I just want to put my energy into like okay yeah what's a tangible thing that we can do right so anyway I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little words are triggering to me that's just kind of where I'm at and I'll work through it but it all is related to the you know, doctors bullshit me about, yeah, we can do a surgery, then pulling the rug out. And I tell you, I told these guys here, man. You know, I mean, I was pretty upfront when I met with this medical team. We were able to do surgery. I said, look, I can't come back mentally, you know, from, you you know, because I, t- I told them, don't jerk me around. Don't, don't lie to me. Don't try to get my hopes up. I told this guy, man, I said, man, if you pull the rug out the third time, this is why I'm trying not to overthink it, because that'd be hard to come back from, dude. You know, somebody's dangling fucking hope, right? And you're like, da-da-da-da-da, and then right when you think you're going to get that hope, and they're like, oh, sorry, can't do it. Dude, I've been fucking struggling for six months in this fucking unimaginable fucking state holding on to this and you pull the rug out it's fucking it's the worst feeling well there's worse but it's a bad feeling and um because that was that happened to me twice but because this past one was so gut check I mean bad I'm just scared anyway enough of me whining Thank you guys for listening to this tonight. Like I said, this was all over the place. We're going to edit. I hope you'll check out our other content and whatnot. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. Podbean. And wherever the podcasts go. But, 
you know, I interact a little bit on Facebook. I do a lot of, like, you know, behind-the-scenes live streams when I'm, like, working on songs and shit with my guitar. So you subscribe to there, and you, you like watching Cheese Age. Um, but besides that, it's time to crash, man. I hope you enjoyed whatever this was tonight from Parts Unknown, Colorado. This is your good pal and bestest friend, Will Dick, man. Thank you guys so much. Peace and love. Good night. Bye. City, New Jersey, Paris Island, South Carolina, BFE, Idaho, and parts unknown, Colorado, and all points in between. This is the Art of Floundering Podcast. I want to wish you peace and love. We don't care who you voted for, who you love, how you crack the egg, or whether or not you believe in Santa Claus. Nothing but peace and love.